Well, good morning. I hope you're doing well on this Sunday morning, getting ready for worship. And I hope you find a place to go this morning and worship God and hear His Word. And I've been thinking recently and reading Matthew 23 and 24. And Matthew 24 is a difficult chapter of the Bible. There's a lot of different opinions. But let me ask you a question before I read. I'm actually going to read from Mark 13, but it matches, basically, Matthew 24. Let me ask you a question. Is Daniel 9, Daniel 9, another difficult passage, in the Bible? Yes, of course. Is Matthew 24 and Mark 13, is that in the Bible? Yes, of course it is. Is Revelation in the Bible? Yes, it is. And there's many other difficult passages in the Bible. Let me ask you a question. It's real easy, especially if you don't have a lot of time, it's real easy to take the basic tenets of the gospel, of what we know to be true, and just run with it and never go any deeper. And never go any deeper. But that is not God's will for our lives to do that. It's not God's will. He wants us to go deeper. And those difficult places in the Bible that we honestly many times stay away from, Daniel 9, Revelation, Matthew 24, God wants us to deal with that too because either He put it in the Bible for our good or we might as well cut it out. And we know we can't do that. God has given everything in the Bible for our good instruction, for our good. And some things had to be chewed on over a period of time and even a period of years. There's things in the Bible I had to step away from for a long time and then revisit later because it took years for God to give me revelation. And that is not saying I understand everything. Of course not. All knowledge belongs to God Almighty. But there's some things you really have to chew on and it takes a long time. But we have to be willing to do that and let God's Word wash over us and let His revelation come. Daniel 9's hard. I mean, that's hard. And it's certainly related to Matthew 24 and Mark 13, which I'm about to read a few verses. But we should definitely take time to look at these places in the Bible. Get good instruction on it. And there are varying opinions, and that's okay. We need to deal with it. We need to try to understand what God is saying in these difficult places. We really need to do that. We need to grow. We need to learn. We need to work further with God in His Word and His Revelation. So now I'm going to come over. I'm, it's best known in Matthew 24, but I'm actually going to read out of Mark. Don't let that bother you. It Basically, it says the same thing. I'm just going to read a few verses. Mark 13, right? Jesus basically is foretelling the destruction of the temple, okay? This is what it says. As he came out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what wonderful stones and wonderful buildings. And Jesus said to him, Do you see these great buildings? There will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. And as he sat on the Mount of Olives opposite the, t- the temple, 
Peter and James and John and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign when all these things are about to be accomplished? And Jesus began to say to them, See that no one leads you astray. He said to them, See that no one leads you astray. So let me ask you a question. Is Mark 13, Matthew 24 in the Bible for our good? Absolutely it is. They looked around at the wonderful buildings of the temple. And yet 40 years later, the the Romans were going to come and destroy it. Burn it with fire. Literally digging up the foundations of the temple with over a million Jews being killed. Now there's varying opinions on Matthew 24, Mark 13. There's varying opinions. There are some opinions that don't even agree with what I just said that it's about the destruction of the temple. They believe that it's talking about something in the future that's going to happen. Right? Dispensationalism, things of that nature. It's all in the future. Then there's other people that say, well, all this was fulfilled, the entire chapter was fulfilled in the events leading up and including 70 AD when Jerusalem and the temple was destroyed. It was a horrific event. And if you don't know your history, you definitely need to know about that event. It is very significant. Jesus is actually foretelling what's going to happen 40 years later. But then there's also people that say, well, wait a minute. It looks like some of what he's saying, not just the verses I'm reading. I'm just reading a few verses. I'm talking about the entire chapter. Some of what he's saying was fulfilled in 70 AD, but some of it looks like it's a future fulfillment. And related to that, some people will say, well, can it be both? Wasn't it fulfilled in 70 AD, but yet won't it also be filled at a later time out in the future? So when you look at all this, it can be really confusing, right? It can be really confusing. But we need to grapple with these parts of Scripture and we need to read them and get them into our soul. Meditate on them like any other part of Scripture. We should not avoid the hard parts of Scripture. We absolutely should not do that. And I'll tell you why. Because it produces very shallow Christians. And let me tell you something, friend. Today, in America, in the culture we live, that is so antagonistic to Christians and Christian life. And the Bible and Jesus Christ, absolutely antagonistic. And that is the work of the enemy. We need deep-rooted Christians. Christians that know the Bible and that have walked with God in deep waters. Right? Now, we need to be able to agree on things, right? But we need to also just need to say some things we may not have total agreement on, and that's okay. We still study these things and work it out. What is God saying in these verses? Remember what they asked Him. They said, look at all these wonderful buildings. Look how beautiful this temple is. And what did He say? Not one stone. Not one stone will be left on another and the destruction of Jerusalem, that is exactly what happened. Not one stone was left. 
The Romans literally dug it up out of its foundation. And trust me, that was not a small feat. These are huge, huge stones in the foundation of the temple. Don't let anyone lead you astray. Every single part of the Bible is important to God. He revealed it through men. He put it down on paper. It's available for free. We have no excuse. But sometimes that requires deep study. It goes into deep waters and things that we have to grapple with. And it's okay if we don't always agree on every point. We still grapple with it. What are you saying, God? Just in those few verses, what is Jesus saying? He's saying you're looking at the wrong thing. The temple that Jesus built is people. It is not a building. That building, as beautiful as it was, was going to be destroyed. It's going to be destroyed. And that was God's judgment. Very sad. And horrific things happened. Do not put your faith in things, in buildings, in programs. Put your faith in Jesus Christ. God has so much to say to us in the deep things of the Bible, the things we have to grapple with. He has so much to say. So I encourage you today, push forward in your faith. Do not be scared of those hard parts of the Bible. Just like you should not be scared of the hard parts of your life. God allows those things. He has a purpose in those difficult passages, in those difficult paths He takes you down. He has a purpose. He wants you to grapple with it. He wants to bring those, you to bring those things to Him and grapple with those things and say, God, I don't understand. And He may say, you see all these buildings? That's not going to be here. Don't put your faith in buildings and external things. You see the message? Don't put your faith in external things. That may not be here. That's not what's most important. That's not where the spiritual of life, the spiritual life with God reside and reside there, resides in the heart. The temple of God is people. It is people. So remember, I encourage you, get into God's word and don't be afraid of the difficult parts. Get a good book. Do some reading. Do some studying. Do some praying before you read. Let God reveal to you those things. And it's a step-by-step process. It's not necessarily an easy process. And don't think we always have to agree on every point. We have to agree on the main things, absolutely. Absolutely on the main things. But be encouraged. The difficult parts of Scripture, just as the difficult paths in life, are so incredibly important. They offer such tremendous treasure. Have a great and beautiful Sunday. Do not be afraid of the difficult passages. And don't be afraid of those difficult pathways in your life. God has a purpose and He has a plan. And it is for your good.